Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Three preseason games now. How do you adjust the playing time? Do you still treat the third one like you would normally treat the third one? Yeah, I, I don't know. I've thought about it a lot. Um, I think it really depends on where we're at with, uh, um, you know, where we where we feel like we're at. Um you know, like I was talking to Harrison Smith about it some the other day about, you know, trying to get some tackling in and things like that. So, you know, I do know that these guys, uh, you know, they, they need to get a little bit of action. Okay, okay. Welcome into Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company from the TCL studios. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. What's up with Mike Zimmer's sunglasses? He Well... Those look like the sunglasses that like eighty-eight-year-olds wear over their bifocals when they're driving. Because he's got the bad the eye. Yeah, he's got the bad eye. So is that, is that why he's is that why he's got them on? Yeah. Probably. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Okay. The sun is nothing to make fun of. Well, he was willing to lose an eye to coach a game against Jacksonville that one time. He had a grand film. Oh. He drove to. He drove there, right? They drove yeah, him to Jacksonville. So they like hauled him down to go coach the game. You imagine he's just sitting in the passenger seat, just bitching the whole time. <laughs> Some interns driving him down. He was probably grinding film in the back seat. He probably was, dude. He probably had a computer and was grinding film and complaining about the poor tackling uh, or something like that. He's a gem. So uh, I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff, our executive producer, Daily Vikings Entertainment. And today we're going to open up Judd's handwritten, crafted training camp notes from yesterday and the past couple days. Just a lot of stuff to get to. We'll get you some Vikings trivia later on in the show. A huge thank you to uh, one of our new partners here, Moon Motorsports. So Moon Motorsports is out in my neck of the woods. Buffalo, Minnesota is where I played high school sports and and grew up. So uh, Moon Motorsports is in Monticello, which is our main arrival. And we used to drive by Moon Motorsports on the way to play uh, rivalry road games. So this is bringing back old high school memories for me. But uh, at Moon Motorsports, you'll find side-by-sides, ATVs, motorcycles, snowmobiles. It's the most exciting power sports selection and the largest in the region. So check them out at moonmotorsports.com today, moonmotorsports.com today. Get that snowmobile ready to rock because oh, yeah. it's 90 degrees right now. But before you know it, you're going to have a whole pile of snow dumped on your head. So uh, check them out. Thanks for the up- right, uplifting August commentary. We all know what's coming. We know it's we coming, all, the, baby. State, the state fair means I love fall. there's five minutes of fall. I, and I love fall. I love fall. Winter. 
Declan and I disagree. So, false stinks, dude. Uh, Judd, let's no, open up your camp notebook here. Yeah. Give us Hold what on. just let's let's just you take us a tour through the most important things happening at Vikings training camp the past couple of days here. Hold on a second. Um, Actually, wait, let's, I gotta look just to note. guide you here, because I have a feeling this might go off the rails. Let's start with Kellen Mond, if you could. Oh, it's not going to go off at, the rails. What are you talking he's about? He's back at practice Damn it, I'm today. a professional. I've got a type. <laughs> these are all typewritten out. Yes. So Kellen Mond's back. I find this one to be intriguing. Now, I talked about it. We all did quite a bit. Kirk Cousins being quarantined for five days because he is the starting quarterback, and it could be a precursor of things to come was a story. Like, you could say, I don't think it was, but it really was. But Kellen Mond was the guy that triggered that whole quarantine of the quarterback room, at least the two guys who were too close to him because the room was too small, because he was actually diagnosed with COVID-19. And Clint Kubiak, the Vikings offensive coordinator last week, said, we are trying to work with Kellen from home where he has to be for 10 days, but he is sick. So that led to, oh, how sick? Well, he was activated today as we record this on Tuesday, so he should be back at practice. Here's what I find intriguing. I never expected that Mond, and I don't expect, that Mond will have to play in a game, much less start a game in 2021. But this was sort of the start of of what I consider to be an extremely important redshirt year in which he learns. And look, he is a third-round pick, ideally, at some point, and I don't know if it's 2022 or 23, he replaces Kirk Cousins. Like, that's the that's the perfect world scenario. This does not end that chance, but what this does do is it puts him behind, certainly in, I don't see him playing against the Broncos in the preseason game now on, on Saturday. Kirk yeah, Cousins will no, probably no get a series. Jake Browning will probably play after that. And ideally, Kellen Mond plays third. Well, he almost certainly does not now. So while this does not derail the opportunity that Kellen Mond someday will be the heir apparent to Kirk Cousins, I think it's worth talking about and certainly bringing up the fact that he's been absent for 10 days. And you clearly, during that time, lose valuable practice time that at least keeps you on a par with what everybody else in that quarterback room is doing or knows. Yeah, I think I think the last 10 days for Kellen Mond, I think it means, A, there's almost no way he's the backup quarterback when the season starts. Jake Browning is going to be the backup quarterback. Um, and B, I think it just means that any hope of him winning Mr. Mankato and, and, and One like to one. Fast, fast-tracking his uh, emergence into the NFL, like whatever the best case scenario was for Kellen Mond, that it's all going to have to be pushed back. And, you know, we were sitting here, I think most people were saying when he was drafted, hey, he's going to sit the whole year. There's no reason to put him in. Like, even if Kirk struggles for a few games like he did when the Vikings were 1-5, and five, like, there's no real logical reason to put a guy in over his head when you're trying to overhaul his throwing motion. So I think, I guess my question is, knowing that we all wanted him to sit for the whole year anyway, right? how much of a setback is the last 10 days? Is it even a setback? I mean, it's he's a, definitely missing precious training camp time, but it's a set, he wasn't supposed to play all year anyway. It's a, I mean, it can't be dismissed. It's a setback. It doesn't end his chances of, of eventually doing what the Vikings foresee him doing. But I also don't think that you can say, well, it's no big deal. It's val- it's valuable time, and this year is all about, I think, for Mond, going through the experiences of how to be a professional on and off the field. And everything that you miss 
you now have to go back at some point in time and pick up on. It is not the end. It is not the world coming to a end for Kellen Mond. But I all but I do believe that just to be like, oh, who cares is is far too flippant for a guy that you want to be, Phil, and you'll appreciate this. You want him to be absorbing everything every day. And I think he wants to. I think that's him. But everything that you absorb, so day two of training camp, day three, day four, that that all gets put in your memory bank then as, okay, I've been through this. He missed 10 days. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I don't care. I'm also not going to say that this is is completely destructive. I just think it's worth a discussion. How much, okay, how many practices did we even get to? I mean, it was like three or four practices maximum, right? Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, he tests positive on Saturday before the nighttime practice at the stadium. So three. Three full practices. even in those three practices, I saw, I mean, you and, and I saw like Arif and some other Vikings reporters were just looking at his throwing motion and okay, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely a little bit rigid and he's got the hitch and so yep. there's just a lot to be ironed out. But um, I mean, ultimately, I'll just say we can move on to the next point here, but I just think he wasn't supposed to play here anyways. It is definitely a mild inconvenience and um, it definitely put the Vikings in a bind for five days there, but I don't think this derails like no. whatever his trajectory was going to be. Absolutely not. Anyway, so absolutely not. So if <laughs> right. if that is point one a on quarterback play and in particular backup QB play, here's point one b. The Vikings are going to practice against the Denver Broncos on Wednesday and Thursday at TCL. They're then going to play the Broncos on Saturday in their first preseason game, one of three down from four. It's like a baseball series. Or it something. is. It is. But here's the important thing quarterback-wise. Jake Browning, how do you look against other competition that's not your team where where there at least is perceived pressure? Because I think how Browning looks in these exhibition games especially is going to become very important to do you go out and sign a veteran McCowan, McNown, <laughs> I don't know who. <laughs> you just make up names. No, there's, there's McCowans and McNowans. There's, yeah, there's, there's McCowan and McNowans. Yeah. What do you mean there's McCowan? I'm not and making up names. I'm just telling you. I'm not. I'm not trying to say. Cade do you McNown. go out and get a great QB? But that. But this is going to tell you. Can Jake Browning play in games? Like if Kirk gets sick or Kirk goes down, and and you're like Sunday morning. What are we gonna do? Well, do you feel comfortable putting Jake Browning into a game? Because practicing against your teammates in Egan is a lot different than playing the Bengals or the Packers or the Bears. So I think that talking point 1B on the quarterbacks is this week and weekend is going to help decide if Jake Browning is able to truly be a backup quarterback who you trust to have to go into a game. Yeah. Listen, I've said this. I mean, Jake Browning... He's been in the system on the practice squad yeah. for a couple of years. And as a sophomore, he was a four-year starter in college. You're not going to find a more experienced college quarterback, a Power 5 college quarterback in the Pac-12. I sound like Mel Kuyper right now. Pac-12, Pac-12. Power 5 quarterback. Great drop back. Fell, 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 fell. That's actually pretty good, Mackie. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, and that's pretty good. <laughs> that's not he bad. Just kinda, he keeps rambling, and, and, and he'll emphasize some words in the end each sentence on the, on the upswing like this. I'm Mel Kuyper. That's right. That's what a quarter in me. Oh man! Um, never, never comes up for air. Never takes a bathroom break. That would be Mel Kiper. But his sophomore year at the University of Washington, 
he was amazing. He threw like 42 touchdown passes or something, and and like that was kind of the peak yeah. for him in college. And it's Pac-12. So I'm just, I'm, we're not looking for a Kurt Warner situation Correct. here as a starter. We're just literally looking for someone that if <laughs> what, there's a 17th game, if Kirk Cousins gets an injured or COVID list or something, like can someone step in? And not be a train wreck, correct? For four weeks or something, Blake right? Bortles, and that's what. Yep. Well, he's a train wreck. <laughs> but yeah, but he like, also would you hate. rather have Blake Bortles, who's never been you know with this team in this system, or would you rather have Jake Brown? That's what I don't I think know. I'd yet. rather have Jake. Brown. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know that. Yeah. So that's kind of what we're looking for here, right? Determine things. Yes. Yeah. Are you just an empty set of shoulder pads with a clipboard, or can Ooh. you actually get out there and play some football? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So. Some good stuff to watch here. Football. The backup quarterback. <laughs> All right, before I get to training camp, t- talker two. Ladies and gentlemen, I am drinking coffee now, but I'm going out to practice today, okay? I'm going out Wait, to practice. Wait, are you going to sneak some Surly on the practice and field? I'm going to be in the heat. I'm not going to sneak it on the practice field, but when I get home, as I'm driving home, I'm going to make a stop at my local liquor store, and you know what I'm going to pick up for tonight? That's right. Furious IPA. Mm-hmm. That's Did you already drink the four up. cases you bought over the weekend? Are those gone? He's also. I suppose that's one I, of them you're holding right now. I wouldn't now. be surprised there's a Surly coffee bender mixed into that mix as well. I can. I, can I love see the coffee as, bender, yeah, too. I can see that as well. Uh, the answer to Phil's question is most definitely, yes, I did. It's all been drank. And there will love be it. more drank tonight. You know why? Because that's how, that's my beer, Surly. Surly Furious is Minnesota's favorite IPA. You know what, boys? We do enough settling in life. Crack open a Surly Furious. Enjoy the IPA that revolutionized Minnesota craft beer. Don't settle. Get Surly. Football. All right. Love it. Talking point number two. In fact, I'll put this up here if this works. There you go. You can see the Surly thing. Uh, talking point number two. I want to talk about Michael Pierce. Because So Pierce signed in March of 2020 to, to basically anchor, and I do mean anchor. I'll get to that in a second. The nose tackle position for the Vikings. He then opted out of the season because of COVID concerns, which was very, very smart. He then injured himself right before training camp started and didn't do much on the field to start off with. And in the last few days, he's worked in far more. All right. We've, I think we forgot, and I did, what a mammoth human being nose tackle <laughs> looks like and can do. Okay. In one-on-one drills against our guy Garrett Bradbury, Michael, this, this is this feels like it could be good news. Bad well, news it is. Here, it's not good news for Bradbury, <laughs> but I just want to give you the fun part. He is Michael Pierce is like instituting his, his own center relocation program. Like Garrett Bradbury is being relocated. He's starting in Egan and he's ending up in like Eden Prairie because this guy is so big. It's good news for Kirk. Let me give you let me give you some some classic nose tackle height oh and God. weights. Football. So th- this is gonna put it into perspective. Hit it. Football. Yes. All of these, by the way, are cheating. Like they're the weights are. They're not it's the weight that is listed, but I would add yeah, like, a minimum like ten Pat pounds. Will, like Pat yes. Williams was listed at like three twelve or something during his career, right? Yeah. His was, left leg weighed three hundred twelve pounds. For God's sake, Big Pat was six three, listed at I kid you not three seventeen. Most yeah. ludicrous, <laughs> ludicrous. Okay, dude. Yeah. So Michael Pierce, six foot, three hundred and forty pounds. I would say three fifty minimum. 
probably more like pushing 360. I mean, this is a mammoth man. He's a trunk. Yeah. I'm going to give you three more classic nose tackles, classic height and weight to just sort of give context to how they've decided to list Michael Pierce. Oh, yeah. Former Viking Jerry Ball. I was going to say, Jerry Ball's got to be one of these. Love Jerry Ball. Six, Jerry Ball. 6'1", 330. So I would add at least 10 to him, but that makes him 6'1", 340. Advantage Michael Pierce. Gil- Jerry Ball. Football. Oh, Jerry Ball is the greatest. You'd run right into him. Jerry Ball. I love... Who's that guy for the Packers? Gilbert Brown? I got him, too. Remember that guy? He's next. Very good. Oh, sorry. I mean, to spoil it. I believe he, he was a Vikings second-round draft pick, showed up to camp super fat, was jettisoned almost immediately by the Vikings and signed with and had a great career, a.k.a. the Gravedigger, Gilbert Brown. Wow, dude. The Gravedigger because he would, he, would, he would stuff the run and then dig the grave at Lambeau Field. 6'2", 340. So, so, again, Michael Pierce is listed at six feet, which is probably correct, 340. So we're talking a guy as big, Jeez. as big, physically at least girth-wise as Gilbert Brown, and then the last one, a guy that I covered with Packers, they picked him up from the Saints, I think, in two thousand three to stuff the run. Do you guys remember Grady Jackson? Big Grady Jackson, yeah. mm-hmm. listed at six two three forty five. So okay, th- that's probably as close as we can get. That's how big Michael Pierce is. Okay, here's what's funny. Okay, usually we do Tuesday Vikings trivia here, which we'll get to later in the show. Uh-huh. And so I'm on I'm on a website where I'm looking at some different Vikings trivia questions for you guys. One of the trivia questions on here is which Viking had the highest body mass index in team history at 43.5 BMI? Gilbert Brown. Jerry Ball. Jerry Ball. <laughs> Jerry Ball. Yeah. <laughs> I love how that's like, so they just, they track that? Is that a public thing? I had no idea. No, I don't think, no. Uh, yeah, he, he weighs. No, I don't think it's a trivia question. six foot four, oh. 350 pounds, and his BMI is off the charts, 43 and a half. Oh, my God. Amazing. What was, when Big Bryant McKinney showed up for camp under Ooh. less that one year, and they couldn't practice him because his cholesterol was so high that there was grave concern that he might drop dead if he practiced, and the Vikings cut him, oh his God. BMI had to be more than Jerry Ball, right? Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it was. <laughs> the Vikings yeah. literally I remember that being a big thing. They wouldn't let him practice. They said he might die. Yeah, earlier that offseason, I remember being at Seven Sushi and Steak. There's a rooftop yeah. downtown Minneapolis at Seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, they always had great happy hour sushi specials. I live downtown. And one day, Brian McKinney comes rolling in with nine women. It was literally Brian McKinney and nine women. And they went and sat in this little, this is like, Four o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday or something mm-hmm. in the summer, and I'm I'm there for sushi happy hour with a couple friends, and there's Bryant in this velvet roped off area on the rooftop, just um, enjoying some women of the night. I guess I don't know what I don't he know. He was those a character his friends, man. His board game friends. Brian McKinney puzzles. Brian McKinney was a complete <laughs> character, but he got a little too Didn't fat. He- didn't he owe a nightclub in Miami like five hundred thousand yes. dollars in unpaid VIP yes. bar tabs? Yes. Oh my god. The Pro Bowl in after that's what Declan's tab is at Red Rabbit right now. Yeah, downtown. I've had a, I've had a couple of those. <laughs> the Pro Bowl they like me too much. In two thousand, so after two thousand nine, Bryant McKinney. The Pro Bowl was played in his hometown of Miami. He went to like a practice, and then he quit 
And they kicked him off the team because he thought he was just going to show up for the game. The Vikings were livid. Uh, it was dude. so embarrassing. Dude. He basically stepped. But, I mean, he didn't have to travel. It was in his hometown. And after, like, like one I'm practice, he, he was like, I'm not showing up for more. I mean, you have to at least show up for practice, okay? No, the Pro man. Bowl stinks. Now when you're rich and don't care that much. He got booted <laughs> off a Pro Bowl team. He's like, guys, I'm rich. I don't care that I'm much. Out. And every woman in Miami wants to hang out with me. So Football. Who gets kicked off a Pro Bowl team? That's awesome. You want one more? A third yeah. one? Okay, good yeah. news. Yesterday. And I believe that you can find, if not, I think both of these highlights on the Score North Twitter account that I sent to Dex. Mm-hmm. The tight ends catching touchdowns. I believe every tight end who's rostered at a different time yesterday in competitive drills caught a touchdown pass. Irv Smith caught one over Harrison Smith. He continues to have a fantastic camp. Irv Smith Jr. is going to have a great year. And it looks like he is very solidly in their plans, too. So I think the days of us lamenting the fact that Irv Smith is not being used is gone. Yay. And there's also, in fact, I didn't get get this, Dex. I apologize. There also it was a one-handed catch by Tyler Conklin that was a thing Conklin. of... Yeah, Crocklin, thank you. That was a thing of beauty. The Vikings tight ends are in for, I think, receiving-wise, an exceptional year. Yeah. That's the good They news. should be. They should be. I mean, this is it. This is it for Irv Smith. Not like his career's on the line, but like... <laughs> what are we going to do? No, dude. As, as Siyoshi <laughs> no, Nishioka do once said, if it doesn't work for me now, I'm going to have to throw it all away. What do you mean by that, Siyoshi? Throw it all away. <laughs> Throw it all away. But first, I'm going to use my bidet. Sacrifice myself. But first, hey, it's Siyoshi for my bidet. My friends. Oh, look man. at Declan. Mine get, this morning got a good use. Oh, thank you. Some buffalo wings were consumed last night. Oh, Declan, stop. No, <laughs> oh, what are you doing? God. If I did that, you'd be like, you'd, you'd be disgusted. I'll stop. There's a new social media video series for oh. Score North Instagram and TikTok. Declan live from his bidet. No, stop. Disgusting. I don't want to hear that. Splashy takes oh, yeah. about the Minnesota Vikings. Um, yeah, I just like this is all, this all comes down to offensive line and scheme now, right? Like the Vikings offense yes. is going to be it's it, uh, the, whether it succeeds or not and Kirk, but. You know, if the offensive line can just not be a train wreck, and I have my reservations now that Thanks, we've Ole seen Udo. Christian Derrissaw. <laughs> You're his number one um, fan. What are you talking about, Phil? Listen, I'm here to give Ole Udo a chance. Oh. I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna wait until we see him in some preseason games and some regular season games. But there are so many weapons here. How many teams in the NFL would happily trade out whoever they have at running back, oh. wide receiver, tight end? It's not close for Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. Gronklin, who could emerge this season. So, yes, there should be you know um, plenty of targets for old Kirky. I'm going to give you a Dalvin Cook thing that I absolutely love. Okay. So, so as they went to special teams drills, which Cook obviously does not participate in, he could have gone hot day yesterday, miserable outside, taken his helmet off, gotten water, taken a break, right? Instead, he commandeered a coach and a quarterback and had them throw passes to him and worked on his receiving, which, by the way, he already is good at. That's the type of stuff I love. I, but, I'm, you know, I mean, it's a hot day outside. You can take a break. Special teams is not your worry. And he goes and works on his footwork and catching passes. That's the type of thing that makes a star player a star player. Yep. Good for him. No, I, that's, that's the type of stuff I love seeing at training camp. I just I like seeing... You know which 
borderline roster wide receiver Adam Thielen back in the day yep. spends 40 minutes with the jugs machine after practice is over, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Stefan Diggs, former fifth round pick. Like sometimes that's the type of stuff. Adrian Peterson, and this was not, this wasn't training camp. This is at the old um, Winter Park in Eden Prairie. Like Adrian Peterson's first few years in the league. So they would get done with the August practices. So you're in the heat and it's before the season starts. So you're not. During the season, those guys take it easy a little bit during practice, but during the August ramp-up, once they get back to, to the old Eden Prairie site, they had that big running hill on yes. the side of the practice fields. And yes. you'd see Peterson over there after like a two-hour practice doing like 20 sprints up this 45-degree angle hill, just yep. sweating his entire body out, you know? It's like, all right, you watch that and you're thinking, yeah, this guy's probably a Hall of Famer. I don't know, I don't know if Moeldy Moore is doing 20 of those reps with Adrian Peterson. What boat are you talking about? What's that? Oh, more. Oh, he, the boat. He's oh. the guy. He's the guy that told us. He finally said, "Yeah, there was a boat, but I wasn't on it. I'm engaged." Yeah, yeah. That was more all the more. Sure, a couple, couple of those other guys might have been too. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right, that's uh, those are Judd's Vikings training camp notes here, which uh, today are presented by Brainerd International Raceway. A lot of great races, positional battle races for punt kick returner. Cam Dantzler versus Bashar Breland for that second outside cornerback spot. Well, the fastest races take place at Brainerd International Raceway, August 18th through the 22nd. The NHRA Lucas Oil Nationals, 330 miles per hour of cars just warp speeding past your face uh, in these drag races. It's very kid and family friendly, too. You get meet and greets with the racers. It's a blast. Find out more about ticket and camping packages at BIRMN.com. BIRMN.com. Oh, my gosh. Who lives in that cabin? What's wrong with their lakeshore? Look at all those weeds. Ugh, that is the worst cabin on the lake. Don't be such a busybody. Excuse me? They must not know about Aquaside. Is that what we use? Yep. Just one application of Aquaside each spring keeps our lakeshore weed-free. Don't be that cabin this summer on your lake. Eliminate lake weeds this summer with Aquaside pellets. I should tell them about Aquaside. Oh, now who's the busybody? Call 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. Are you guys down for a little Tuesday Vikings trivia here? Oh, yeah. Who's ready for it? Who's ready for it? Me. I'm ready. Okay. There it is. There we go. We got a little mix of NFL films. That's dangerous dangerous right there. And All right. This might be an instant answer, or you guys can collaborate and figure it out. All right. You might just know this. In the 1998 NFC Championship game, Randall Cunningham threw two touchdown passes to two different players. Who caught those touchdown passes? Mm, I was there. All right. Well, Ma- Moss didn't catch. Okay. Moss didn't catch one, right? He almost. Something happened. He, it, it was broken up. Mm-hmm. I'll I, give you two wrong guesses because there's only so many options here obviously. okay so wait we're just talking so yep so jake reed chris carter yep robert smith i think jake was jake reed hurt by then because he was uh, he got he's hurt a little banged up. chris Car- chris carter robert smith who was the tight end klein no 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 klein Sesser was 99 um was their tight end on that team 
No looking. No yep. cheating. No, we're not. No, we're no, we're no, no one's cheating. No one's cheating at all. Eyes up. Eyes up. Eyes up. I just got a notice from my internet company. So my internet's not at home. So that's what that was. Um, oh, I like it. Okay, okay Dex, what's the answer? Let's... Is Chris Carter one? Let's go with Carter. All Number right. One. Chris Carter. Chris Carter. Shoot. Did not catch a touchdown. Do you remember pass. Moss catching one? I just remember there was I, a... I watched this game over quarantine, like, probably a little over a year ago. You know, I'll give you three wrong guesses. All right. I'll give you three wrong yeah, guesses. Yeah, give, give, us the same, yeah guesses. give us the same courtesy that, that Declan gives us. Okay. Um, Robert I feel like it's not obvious, Declan, or... Like no, if it was no. Moss and Carter, he he wouldn't have asked this question. Or or would it be reverse psychology? Yeah, so yeah, but it's not. But we know it's not. But, but we know it's not Carter already. So okay, just to psych you out even more, fifteen different Vikings players caught at least one pass in the regular season in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. I want to say, I want to say Robert Smith caught a touchdown pass. I, I like that guess, and I feel like it's right. You want to say Robert Smith, Declan? You were there. Declan looks so nervous. Well, he just watched pro- this game and he can't I guess remember. It's so his it, home internet's out. That's probably yeah. Why. Oh yeah, you, your your home's useless now. It is. Move. Yep. Yeah, let's go with Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Let's do it. Robert Smith. Incorrect. Um. Wow. So yeah, I was feeling pretty good for my porch right well, now. Well, I mean, let's let's just throw out Moss. Moss, Randy Moss. Okay. All right, Randy Moss did catch a touchdown pass. So that's one of the two. You have one guess left, one incorrect. You have one incorrect get. Well, one strike left means you're out. So, this so is your two last touchdown guess. passes. You think Jake Reed was possibly hurt by then? Yeah. Can you give us a, a, a clue? Yes. It was a wide receiver. Would be the other wide receivers that wouldn't be Jake Smith on that team. Jake Reed or Jake Reed, sorry. I mean, it, it could be Jake Reed. I'm, I could I, be wrong here. I, I'm. I don't know how it wouldn't be Jake Reed. Okay, um, so who? So the receivers on. Okay, so it's a wide receiver. So yeah. Chris Carter. I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Randy Moss, Jake, Jake Reed. Go ahead. Well, I'm not going to give you any more hints. God, yeah. Not, yeah, okay. I was almost going to give you a hint there, but not yeah, yet. okay. So it's a wide receiver. Who is? Do you know any other wide receivers on that team that wasn't the three deep right oh, there? Oh, Matthew Hatchet. Ooh, Matthew Hatchet. Could be a crowning, some random moment from an infamous game. I, I can feel see like Mo- I feel like, and, and just to throw this out, yep, I feel yep. like Moss and Jake Reed is too obvious still. So I, there, there's something going on something here. There's something goofy. at work behind the scenes sure. in Seattle. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's go with Hatchet. Matthew Hatchet. Matthew Hatchet. Is yeah! correct. Yeah! 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 Big day! Big wow. day! <laughs> I'm going to reward that was ju- that was judge reaction. myself with a Serling. That was Judge Reaction when uh, we were named a finalist. Yeah. I'm not sure if you heard for Big the day! National Marconi Award. Big day. Yeah, Matthew Hatchett caught four passes for 34 yards and a touchdown in that game. All right, dude. Spreading the ball around. Beautiful. As Chip Scoggins says, though, we got to go. Got to go. All right, yeah, Vikings trivia powered by also Federated Insurance. Federated Mutual Insurance Company been helping business owners for over 100 years in the state of Minnesota, 
and they're here to give you peace of mind and risk management resources if you're a business owner. So check them out. Full list of industries that they protect available at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right. Daily Vikings Entertainment, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff. This has been Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company. See you guys tomorrow. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.